For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast brought to you by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. All this week, we'll be talking to Reverend Scott Bird. Scott, welcome. Thank you, John. Uh, Scott and I, we go way back together. We're uh, longtime friends, and we actually worked together for a time. Was that like five or six years that we worked together? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, something so, like that, something, five years maybe. Something around there. Mm-hmm. Um, at Pear Orchard Prez, and now he is at Christ Prez in Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, Scott, you are the assistant pastor of youth ministry, is that correct? That's right, right. as of about a week ago. Yeah, yeah, so newly ordained at the time of this recording. Um, So, Scott, uh, all this week we'll be talking to him and uh, asking him the five basic questions that we ask all youth workers. Uh, But before we get into those, Scott, why don't you just tell us a little bit more about yourself, uh, how long you've been a Christ Prez, tell us about Grace Ann, your family, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, I've been at Christ Prez for a little over three years now, and um, my wife is Grace Ann, and we've been married for going on five years in September, so four and a half. Um, We have a little girl named Sophie and a little boy due in July, right the Thursday of Senior High RYN, so (laughs) I will not be there. Um, So disappointing, Scott. I know, priorities. (laughs) Yeah, that's Uh, right. Yeah, so I guess that's all. Yeah, yeah, and before that, let's say you're at Pearl Orchard, we said around five or six years and then mm-hmm. you were out in Spokane, Washington for a time, and then Chicago yeah, for so, a time. Yeah, I went to I went to Mississippi State for a few years, and then went to uh, transferred to Moody Bible Institute, and they have a campus out in Spokane, and then transferred from that campus to the Chicago campus, um, and then went to RTS, and kind of the whole time I uh, was working in the summers, and uh, when I went to RTS, was working with you uh, at Pear Orchard, kind of year round through seminary. Yeah. And so I guess trying to add all that up, you know, of just years of experience, because you did some out in Spokane, you did it in Chicago too, didn't you kind of do mm-hmm. some of that? So I guess it was yeah, yeah. maybe 10 years of youth ministry plus? Um, Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah, I guess 2008 was about when I kind of started working with the youth ministry at Pear Orchard. And yeah, so it's about 10 years. All right. Well, uh, Scott, it's good to catch up with you and have you on the show today. And uh, before we started recording, Scott said he's going to try to make me laugh, and I'll try to make him laugh. So he's doing his, his cross-eyed thing. For those people who know Scott, <laughs> he's he's got a good cross-eyed uh, face. Um, it's so, a lazy eye, and <laughs> it's a spiritual gift. Yeah, it is. It really does. Yeah. It helps with junior, junior hires, for sure. <laughs> um, so if we start laughing, that's why. Uh, all right, Scott, but you ready for uh, today's question? I'm ready. 
All right. So Scott, the question uh, that we'll start off with today is what is the best thing you've done in youth ministry? And we know as we ask this question, this isn't just boasting, hey, this is an awesome thing we, we did uh, or I did. Uh, we know that it's only by God's grace that we're able to minister at all. Uh, so what are some, some good things you've been able to do in your time in youth ministry? Yeah, um, actually, this I don't know if these are good things that I've done. <laughs> John's doing a stupid face. How old are you? Like forty-five. You need to be a little bit more mature than that. I'm sorry. Um, so, so the the best thing, um, some of the best things that I've done have actually not been things that I've done. Um, so, the first thing I think, and probably the most important thing for our ministry, is having a ministry team. Um, we have a team kind of made up of, of several parents, and uh, they have kids from different, you know, different ages and stuff like that. And we have an elder, so kind of a representative of the session. He's kind of the one that can be like, Hey, the session's not going to go for this or, you know, yeah, I think we need to, you know, present this to the session, let them make a decision or whatever. Um, but, but having a ministry team, they've, they've had my back, you know, if, if there's things that are kind of controversial or, or things that there might be some blowback on, if I say, you know, the youth team, we talked about this, we discussed it, and this is what we decided. Then uh, that's been really helpful because uh, when I came in, I kind of I didn't have that, and it was just kind of like, who's this kid? Just <laughs> thinking he can make a bunch of decisions and you know do things. And uh, but now there's you know there's parental backing and an elder that's that's kind of there saying, yeah, we we think this is a good idea. Um, like yeah. we've got a we've got a Fortnite tournament coming up. Our kids are obsessed <laughs> with Fortnite. And uh, so we're doing a tournament, and um, I'm sorry, I've got to interrupt just real quick. We should yeah. probably explain what Fortnite is just briefly for those who've been living in a cave and haven't heard of it, right? I, yeah, you don't know what it is, do you? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, come on. Uh, yeah, no, Fortnite is a game where you kill each other. Uh, it's kind of like Hunger Games. You you drop in with a hundred other people, like real people that are playing online, and the last one to survive wins. Um, and so. Anyway, but but it's kind of a cartoony. It's not like blood and gore. When you kill somebody, they just disappear. They don't. Mm-hmm. It's not like they die and scream in agony and all that kind of thing. Um, so there's some. There's like shooting people and stuff like that. And we're doing it overnight, so we're going to go from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. And uh, anyway, so I knew it was going to be, you know, it was going to be an issue for some parents. And mm-hmm. so that was one of those things that I could take to the youth team and be like. What do y'all think of this? Should we try this? Is it too, um, you know, is, is are too many people going to get upset by it or whatever? And and they all agreed unanimously. You know, this is something we should do. It's mm-hmm. a good opportunity for ministry. And um, and you know, after I announced that we were doing it, I had them blow back. And so I was able to say, you know, we we talked as a youth team over this, and parents had concerns, and and some of them are parents who never let their kids play games where you shoot other people and they said you know they let their kids play this because it's it's so unrealistic hmm. um so anyway that that's been really good is having a ministry team to have my back um they've also been really good about telling me when things aren't working which is great <laughs> uh like i guess we'll talk about this a little later on but um we try to do a parenting seminar every year and uh and our youth team has kind of been like, you know, it's on a Saturday morning. They've been like, you know, that's really hard to get up on a Saturday morning and go <laughs> to something like this. And so 
that kind of stuff is good for me to hear and um, just have some some feedback from parents and a place where they can be a little bit more honest and uh, absolutely and stuff. So so that's been really good having a ministry team. Yeah, and I mean that's something. Just as you're sitting here talking the whole time, I'm just nodding my head um, in agreement because it is. I know early on in ministry, I was a little frustrated at times with the youth ministry team, and it seemed just frustrating that they wouldn't let me do some of the things I thought were good ideas. But in all honesty, Mm -hmm. some of that was just some of my own pride and just immaturity, needing to submit and listen to other adults. Um, But the older I've gotten, the more I have absolutely appreciated having a youth ministry team and just encouraging other youth workers um, to get them. Because, I mean, this example you're giving right here, you know, they offered protection, and it, and it's, I mean, I think that alone, um, the parents that kind of protect you in these decisions, but then also giving you a sounding board to kind of bring up, mm-hmm. hey, is this a good idea, is this a bad idea, and, and to have them weigh in on it, it's just, it's so helpful. Yeah, and there have been things that, that I've brought up that I think, you know, we should go and, and do this thing, or we should not do this thing, and um, and they've disagreed with me, and so I've kind of had to submit to them because if there's you know four parents that think this is not a good idea then i'll i'll do that and uh and it's it's worked out you know like they later on i figured out yeah they were right you know <laughs> um, so so they're a lot wiser than me um so anyway that's been that's been really good uh and another thing that's kind of come out of that ministry team thing is when we first kind of established the ministry team we kind of came up with a mission statement and that's been good for guiding kind of what we do and what we don't do. And um, and one of those things that came up in the mission statement, one of our elders actually, who was on it at the time, he he said he wanted to add in there that uh, that the youth ministry should be a safe place for students, um, a safe place where they can struggle and um, just kind of be emotionally and spiritually vulnerable. And um, and so, so kind of out of that, another good thing that we've done is we have an anonymous questions box where mm-hmm. students can just write any question they want to. And if they want to, they can write their name on it. We tell them if you want to get together and talk about this, you know, one-on-one, just write that down. But most of the time they don't because there's, you know, I don't know, just kind of some questions maybe about homosexuality or, or something that they don't really want to put their neck out there and mm-hmm. uh, say. But uh, anyway, that's been really good. That's kind of created a culture of, um, you know, it's okay to ask questions and it's okay to ask really hard questions. And, mm-hmm. and there are times where I'm like, you know, I don't really know, uh, you know, I need to think about this and do some research and stuff like that. So, so that's been kind of a good, another good thing that we've done is having that, that anonymous questions box, uh, for students to, to be open and vulnerable and, and really ask hard questions and, yeah. uh, and, and either hear that, you know, the church and the Bible is not afraid of hard questions mm-hmm. and that, that sometimes we don't know all the right answers. Yeah. Um, but that, that kind of came out of the ministry team thing too. And just to follow up on that, um, is that something, do you read the question out in front of like a large group or do you read it kind of in private and you come up with an answer and then you address it in a large group? How do you go about that? Yeah. So I'll, I'll check it during the week. Like, maybe on Thursday after youth group and, um, 
And so I'll have it for about a week before mm-hmm. I answer it. And so I'll research it and kind of just try to think through it well and think through it biblically. And then uh, and then on Wednesday night before the lesson, I'll try to answer it in like two or three minutes, which is, is really hard um, <laughs> sometimes. But, but uh, yeah, one, one time a student asked uh, if, if the punishment for hell is eternal, why did Jesus only have to, you know, be in the tomb three days or whatever. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> wow. So anyway, so yeah, that's kind of how that works. Yeah. Well, Scott, those are, those are some good, good thoughts. Is there anything else you want to add to any of that? Um, yeah, I would say trips, uh, like the RIM trips that we do are just great kind of catalyst relationally and spiritually. Uh, even the bus rides down there, mm-hmm. we try to make those a lot of fun. We go by like, $30 worth of Dollar General crap and <laughs> play games and just give those as prizes. And it really, um, it really is kind of uh, amped up just the fun and the relational aspect of, of those bus rides that can just be boring and, you know, people just put their headphones in or whatever. Um, we kind of try to make that a, a relational time too. Um, we do a winter retreat where it's just our church and it's out in the middle of nowhere and we don't allow our students to bring phones, and that is that's always awesome. It's a really a highlight for us and for them. Uh, they really enjoy a break from their phones. Wow, they, that's awesome. It's, it's yeah. We, they kind of complain about the ride there. You know, it's like a three-hour drive, and they're like, "What are we going to do with our phones? Talk, <laughs> Talk to the person next to you." <laughs> but um, but once we're out there, you know, they they really enjoy not having phones. People are talking to each other, and um, it's really good. Um, and so, and one more thing, this is something that I didn't realize was a big deal until YLT, and I was talking with other youth pastors about this. And that's and RYM's said, youth leader training, by the way, just yeah. for reference. Yes, um, which is great. I mean, one of the best parts about it is just hanging out with other youth pastors and kind of seeing, like, what do y'all do? What are some good things that y'all do? And mm-hmm. um, One thing that our church has done, so this is not me really, but our church has set aside money to pay for babysitters for uh, when my wife and I want to go to, you know, a, a play or a sporting event or something like that, um, we can pay for a babysitter out of the church budget. And, uh, that lets my wife kind of come along and, and be a part of it. But too, like, you know, we get to spend time together and hang out. It's kind of a little date for us. Uh, and that, you know, that helps our marriage, which is going to help the ministry. Um, so that's, that's a good thing that, that I think, would be easy for churches to do set aside some money to pay for a babysitter uh, like once a month or something like that. And um, that'll really help protect the marriage and, and the ministry. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's awesome advice. And like you said, you know, the church investing in your marriage is ultimately investing in their, their own youth. Cause that will most likely strengthen the two of you, your marriage. Um, and then uh, that will, you know, obviously be a good example to the youth too. So anyway, that's, that's a lot of good stuff, Scott. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome.